You know, I like this this new trend. Uh, you mm. come bearing gifts now every week. <laughs> Last week it was a cup of coffee. Wait, but, what, did the wise men bring gifts? Well, I, I could use some frankincense, maybe a little myrrh. Have you seen the crypto <laughs> frankincense market? Well, here, I've got a couple of presents for you. I'll give you the first one right now. Okay. You know, our good friend Kurt Elling. Yeah. Who's, friend of the podcast. By the way, check it out. Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. It's one of our best interviews, I think. And Kurt Elling was very nice to give me his latest album, Super Blue, which is available for pre-order on his site, yeah. KurtElling.com. Here's the first gift for you. There oh, you go. thank you. It's the Super Blue. Oh, it's kind of a cool. cool cover, isn't it? Yeah. It's kind yeah. of hard. It, guess what color it is. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why they went with a magenta, but whatever. You know. Uh, and there's more presents coming? Mm-hmm. I'm loving this. Minutia Men is up next. But first, take a listen to this other fine Opie show. On the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, it's part one of our very special program with Sam Fiorani of Auto Forecast Solutions as we talk about everything automotive. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Luke Hostable for part one of this very special two-part episode of the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast and OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. Hold on. I'll give it to you in a second. <laughs> Come Just... on. Give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. Hold on. All right. <laughs> God. So I was in Cleveland over the weekend. Oh. You know that? Remember yes, that? Yes, I, I do uh, know that. I saw some of your pictures that you posted on Facebook. You're, you're getting very artsy with your uh, pictures. And I don't want to say that people are saying that my my work is better than yours well you leave your driveway that helps <laughs> right right uh so i was in cleveland uh michelle's aunts sue and pat are selling their house in cleveland so well we went to visit them but that's nice also they wanted to you know see if we wanted anything from the house before they sold the house and sure. they, you know move away um let me guess florida <laughs> yes they are they're yeah. moving to florida they're going to be coming back to cleveland a couple of weeks out of a year or okay whatever. um so again they were looking to hey do you guys want any of this stuff first of all you'll be happy to know that i now have the third largest collection of hummels Ooh. in the united states Ooh, do you right. have the later later hosen boy i have virtually every hummel that there is oh There's don't a, tell my mother well uh, she's you know. got some disposable income come to the Davester. Uh, okay um but i picked up another book here and i just want to kind of give you the story about when so i saw this present okay. and uh they say and i immediately say i've got a really good friend that would love this uh-huh. and they said what's her name oh okay so that's gonna set the stage Uh-oh. here all right? all right this is gonna be emasculating isn't it <laughs> it's gonna be emasculating are you close your eyes i didn't okay. wrap it close your yeah. eyes put out your hand mm-hmm. okay it's a heavy book okay yeah. Oh, that is. All right. Got it? Yeah. Go ahead. Open your eyes. Oh, the Sound of Music family scrapbook. That's fantastic. <laughs> Dude, open it oh. up. <laughs> There's like, remember the Live at Leeds album from The Who? and the Never like before the- seen personal photos and collectibles from Charmian Carr. That's my girlfriend. <laughs> I know. Holy mackerel. Look at. Oh, wow. And there's like little fold. And there's like little like uh, uh, reproductions of the call sheets for the movie. Oh, my God. How do you solve a problem like Maria? (laughs) This is spectacular. What is this? Oh, my God. It's like a thank you card. It's an autograph. (gasps) Oh. Oh. (laughs) Did you see this? No. What is that? There's. There's. 
autographs in here from it's Marta's autograph. Well, they, they they said that they met them at some. They, they met, oh, I, oh my God! Holy crap! Is this valuable? Did I just give you something? It's mine that, now, pal. It's mine now. Right? They said Heather Menzies, nineteen sixty four. Debbie Turner, Marta. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh, yeah. Julie Andrews. Um, boy, the boys don't have very good handwriting. I didn't say that. <laughs> well, they were what, what yeah. four, right? Christopher Plummer. Yeah. With much love to you always, and thanks for being so wonderful in this picture. Love, Christopher Plummer. Oh. Holy uh, cow! Is there an autograph from like the third Nazi in scene four? <laughs> So well, that, hey, thank you very uh, much. I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm touched. How did you father three children? I'm just curious. <laughs> uh, I could go through the process if you want, but uh, all right. Well, so, there you go. There's, well, thank you. Yeah, That's right. awful nice of you. Yeah, right. I'm going to leave that here in my office. Right. I'm going to put that here somewhere. Find a nice spot for right it. Right next to the other. Event. Maybe next to my Ringo autograph over there in the corner. And speaking of Ringo. Yeah. We're going to talk to somebody. Yep. We're going to yep. put a uh, little interview on. Uh, Don't okay, tell you know them too much. I got you. Don't tell just them too much. Just let's just say we've got a great interview, a segment of an interview that we're doing uh, with. Uh, that has something to do with Ringo. With Ringo. Okay. And John. Okay. You're and telling too much. All right. Well, let's get going because I got a lot to do. Okay. Um, you said, fire up the Jenkins jingle, would you? Here, here's Jenkins. When you're on the job and you're not doing it right. Jenkins! Time now for Dave to share stories of employee screw-ups. Jenkins! It could only be... Jenkins! Jenkins! With Rick and Dave. Jenkins! Okay, put down the book, Rick. Yes. <laughs> okay? So when you were kids were little, all yeah. right, I'm sure you probably took them... To like the library for story hour. I have or... Marta's autograph. I have <laughs> Marta's autograph. So, Tell me somebody else who has Marta's autograph. Okay. Do you want to just do the Sound of Music podcast by yourself here? Uh, do I'm I need sorry. to start over? I'm sorry. Go All ahead. Right. I'm sorry. Start. So over. when your kids were little, you went to like the library for story time, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, right. You yeah. know, you probably. You know, it, said, hey. it was like 45 minutes. I didn't have to do anything. <laughs> I have it written right here. 45 <laughs> minutes on the big comfy couch. Right. And did you did the librarian sometimes, you know, like dress up in costumes? Like, let's say they're doing a book yes. in Halloween. They yes. were like a witch or. Yeah. Jenny Cinderella. had a librarian who would be like Robin Hood this yeah, week. Right. You know, exactly. Wear like the felt hat. Absol and, absolutely. You know. um, did you ever run across a six foot two inch bare bottomed rainbow colored monkey man with a fake magento, pizza, magento penis? Uh, no, <laughs> I did not. Magento penis. Isn't isn't that your men's fragrance line? Yeah, no, that's my third album. So here is the picture. What do you describe this for me? I That's ridiculous. That's, you know... Uh, let me just say this. You could have done it without the penis. <laughs> right. You've got you've got the rainbow color thing, but it's like a strap on penis it's, that he added to right. the costume. So what happened? Renbridge Libraries in the UK has now fully apologized for having a full grown man dress up in a rainbow colored bare bottomed monkey costume equipped with a ten inch fake penis. Okay. 
How you doing, kids? <laughs> hey, Just making the kids feel bad. <laughs> this was part of their summer reading challenge event for primary school children. Now, I imagine in the UK, primary school children, probably still pretty little, I would imagine. Right. And he read Dr. Seuss. I do not like this with a fox. I do not like this in a box. What? Why is everybody <laughs> looking at me that way? Right. So, again, the damn liberals are all yeah. up in arms with this cancel, you know, the cancel culture. They are just making a big stink yeah. about it. Um, so, like I said, they this library in Redbridge hired this guy to be their story time guy, <laughs> right? Uh, can you imagine the brainstorming session that <laughs> with this idea, right? How about a duck? No, 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 I got it. <laughs> no, right, no. I said big. Okay, you know, last year Newcastle Library kicked our asses. All right, I want something big. I want something bold. I want people to be talking about our. I want a dragon. No, no, no. I've got it. Right, right. No more dressing like a mouse with that stupid ass mouse in a cookie book. All right, I want, I want out of the box thinking. Jenkins, what do you got? Uh, and they came up with this, or the guy just really hated his job. Yeah, and that could like, be. This like, is his <laughs> F.U. letter to the... <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, I didn't know you wanted to quit. Why can't you read between the lines? <laughs> and here's another thing. So... There's and, and I don't know what the I don't know what the, just read, if people can see this it's a it's a guy dressed in a, like a a furry costume a rainbow colored with a strap on penis. Uh, now here I don't know what the job opportunities for actors are in wherever Redbridge Library is. Yeah, I'm real. You know, there was an actor who took this job. Right. And he's like, all right, yeah. 12 quid, fine. Yeah, 12 <laughs> quid. Oh, good. That's good Good English. <laughs> you know, I'll do this gig. So there you go. So uh, if you are near, we have a lot of listeners in the UK. We do. And in the if you're in the Redbridge area, I don't even know where that is. Yeah. I've, don't I've, go to the library. <laughs> I've got a feeling he will not be making a return appearance. Uh, you know, it's funny because I actually have a story this week about kids in the UK. Hmm. Uh, a teacher. Actually, I have another story about a UK too. Oh my God, this is well, like this is going to be our all and and our, our clip is about Ringo. This is like an all English show today. Um, a teacher in the UK asked the children in her new class to each write down one thing they thought she should know about them before teaching them. It's, you know, it's the standard thing. We call that right? a warm up at the best, right? Most of the responses were pretty unassuming, but one kid really didn't hold anything back mm. with the answer. The primary school teacher from Wales, known only as Miss McCarthy, found the answer so amusing, she shared it on social media. And this is where uh, the, these, this British newspaper got it from. In a post on Twitter, she wrote, I asked my new class to write down one thing they would like me to know before I started teaching them. Alongside this was a photo of a child's reply, which reads, I take a long time to do a poo. My record is two hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> two hours, 45. I, I could do that time on my head. Well, the tweet went viral and it got 26,000 likes and more than 2,000 retweets. And one person said, when my son was six, the teacher asked them to say something about their parents. And my lad jumped up and said, when my dad gets out of the bath, he jumps about and makes his willy dance. <laughs> and if, if you think about it, Art Linkletter yeah, made kid, a living. Kids say the darndest things. Kids say the darndest right. things. And I, when I was wow. writing uh, Father Knows Nothing, my right. column, I would, you know, this is what my whole column was right. based on for things that my kids say. Well, one week I decided to write down the questions they asked me because that right. 
being being a dad is one thing you know you give them advice but you're never prepared quite for what the questions you're going to have to answer are you know and i remember now in retrospect now the kids are teenagers i'm like god i wish they would ask those questions because then it was just a complete pain in the ass right you know just oh just shut up i don't know why the sky is blue or whatever so these are all questions that my children asked me during one week when tommy was 12 johnny was nine and sean was five okay so we're talking about like 15 years ago or 12 years ago uh this is tommy question dad what's an afternoon delight here's johnny Dad, did they find any diamonds or pearls on Mars? Um, Johnny, if if one atom in- explodes inside your body, does your whole body explode? Johnny, do pine cones ever turn into porcupines? Well, that, that's actually... I kind of like that, that one. one. That's a good question. Yeah. He also wanted to know if lions hibernate. He, Johnny was a big question asker. Yeah. Um, and th- these are Tommy type questions. Who invented the words yes and no? Wow. That's... Answer that one. Yeah, that's... that's um, Sean wanted to know where bees go in the winter. Uh, Here's another one from Tommy. Dad, what is convection current? <laughs> well, he really didn't know who you were, right? <laughs> he had no idea. Here's Johnny. Dad, what happens if you break your heart, your soul, and your cage all at once? What? Your cage? Your rib cage. Oh. <laughs> um, boy, Johnny's a deep thinker, too. Uh, and then here's my favorite one. Uh, from Sean. Dad, do you want to be a mom when you grow up so you can go to work? <laughs> <laughs> so, well, that's, uh, <laughs> those are those are questions that were asked to me during one week in like 2006 or something like that. <laughs> so now what are some of the questions you're asking your kids? Like, why aren't you getting out of bed before noon? Right, exactly. You know, uh, what are you going to yeah. get a job? <laughs> Do you know that sun comes out at like five <laughs> and you don't see it until like two? <laughs> yeah, that is true. All right. It's time for another feature. If I can get to it here. Uh, it's time for this. Time now for Studio Walls. And the words of the prophets were written on the studio walls. And by the way, for those of you who are worried that the show is getting a little too wholesome, we've got a penis (laughs) story, we've got drug stories, we've got all kinds of stuff coming up. So, so, you know, stick around. Um, This week in the Studio Walls segment, we go back into the archives back to 1984, Dave. And it was before this became part of us our our lives but uh, joel daly mm-hmm. the famous uh, news anchor man was doing news that week and they brought in this young african-american lady to co-host the news with him oh, hold on 84 um, 84 uh, you know what i can't even well we were in champagne at the time yep. so uh I don't know who who you're talking. Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> Oprah Winfrey. Now she, they were trying to figure out what to do with her because yeah. they saw that she has an undeniable talent, um, but they thought maybe she could be a co-anchor with Joel. Okay. And hey, Oprah, what about traffic? Can you do traffic? <laughs> Joel Daly became an Eckhart's Press author, mm-hmm. and uh, we did the tour of all Chicago with him. We probably did fifty interviews mm-hmm. with Joel. Great guy. And one of the things that he did was he gave us this clip, which is a very rare clip of Joel and Oprah doing the oh news. I don't even remember. This. Now, this is only about a 30 second clip. So, you know, hang in there. Um, but it's it's 50 seconds. 
you're going to hear Oprah Winfrey, and this is the only week she ever did this. She did tested it for one week. They were like, yeah, maybe not. Yeah, right. But she's not going to amount to any. <laughs> Here we go. Here's the tape. I wonder what he means. News presenters wake up in the morning with spots. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, at this point, there is no word on whether or not Boy George and Culture Club will appear here in Chicago, but stay tuned. We'll surely keep you posted. And if he comes, we'll get him on Eyewitness News. Won't that be great? Fine, we'll find out about these spots. We'll find out about those spots. Thanks, Joel. A politician will do almost anything during an election year to show that he's just one of the guys. Well, Vice President George Bush agreed to roll a few frames in uh, Milwaukee, but he fell flat on his face when he threw his I first ball. And uh, that's something President Reagan hopes will not happen to his campaign as the election draws near. Cute. Yes, people dress like cops, but they're really crooks. Art Patak with the inside story is next. So, yeah. uh, you know, that is just like a, a glimpse in time, too, isn't it? Right. That's, you guys, does that say 1984? Right. Culture Club and <laughs> George W. Or George and they're both doing wacky it. stories, too. Yeah. It's like, hey, you got any news? But you could, you could also kind of tell a little awkward, you know, a little, yeah. little awkward. No, nah, I mean, not terrible. I mean, she wasn't bad. No, she was fine. I mean, she probably was, her third day. Yeah. Yeah. You in know. fact, she was good. But yeah. It, you know, it didn't really right. give you the Oprah that uh, is now ruling the world. I think Oprah made the right career choice. I think she did, but, too. Hey, I got a review. You know, we're all over Spotify and, yeah. and, yep. and Apple Play and Google Play. Or, yep, yep, you yep. know, all these. Play. And we're getting some nice reviews. You want to hear one? I do. Top Dog Daddy writes, this is a fun and interesting show. Very easy to get lost with Rick and Dave and just thoroughly enjoy. You know another way to get lost with Rick and Dave? Ask us to drive you somewhere. <laughs> Guaranteed to get lost. <laughs> so Top Dog Daddy, thank you. Uh, and if you would like to review uh, review our show, we'd love it. We'd love for you to subscribe. And like I said, everywhere that you everywhere. enjoy your podcast, then please subscribe and review. And, you know, it's not like this show is over, Dave. We have so much more show. I'm getting a little tired. Give me a one-sentence explanation of what your next story is going to be. Um, fun cocaine. Okay. And I've got a story about breaking penises in Iran. This is where it gets edgy. This is the this second. Is the this edgy is the edgy part of the show. This is not for kids. Not for kids. We also have a uh, celebrity potpourri story. Mm -hmm. We've got a clip from our interview. We'll tell you more about that. All that is coming up right after this. Can you up the script. You f***ed up the script. I didn't f*** up my part of the script. You expected that I did my job, and that was your fatal flaw, Sam. Okay, it's, it, look, it's creating quality content either way, you know. So. Oh, are we keeping this? Oh, this is all staying in. Are we in. keeping this? Listen to Ann Friends on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. Don't even f Think about saying hi to me. No, don't even say hi. Don't even nod your head and acknowledge me because I will kill you. Back to you with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. You can find Back to You on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. And we're back. Rick, I've sent you a shopping list that my lovely bride sent me. Yes. Right. Uh, yes. She's a, how would you describe that? Persnickety. Yeah. A little persnickety yeah. and very organic-y. Yeah, right. that's true. Very, very, you that's know, true. very, you know, healthy. Um, and sometimes the items are not easy to find, you know. Right. Sometimes I, they don't exist. Sometimes she makes them up just so 
she wants an hour and a half alone without me. Uh, but if she, um, oh, by the way, I've ordered some organic stickers oh. that I'm just going to put on products. Great. Right. If she goes, yeah, I want organic butter. Fuck it. Here's a yeah. regular org. I'm oh, oh you mean the word organic. Yeah. Just, a, yeah, just okay. like a look. I'm just going to put oh, those that's on. That's a great idea. Yeah. Why are all the products have the same sticker? <laughs> But the good news is, if she ever wants cocaine, yeah, like oh, good organic cocaine, organic cocaine, I got her covered. Yeah, drug dealers. That's like organic Kool Aid. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Uh, or remember the Dairy Queen Blizzard phase? Yeah, you know where yeah, everybody's yeah. like, yeah, I'm gonna die. I'm, I'm gonna just eat. Yeah, eat. just one, just one Blizzard. Uh, give me 14 different <laughs> kinds of candy in that, please. Right, yeah. uh, but it's a small, so it'll be <laughs> fine. Well, in Britain, another Britain story. Drug dealers are marketing ethically sourced cocaine. Brits ease, are looking to ease their conscience over their involvement in bloody drug wars overseas are now being targeted by cynical dealers selling what they claim is ethically sourced cocaine. Now, don't you, before you get any further, aren't you kind of tipping your cap to the from, marketing, as yeah, a marketing yeah, right, guy? Right. They're isolating a great USP <laughs> here. Users have revealed a high demand for the ethical snow at posh dinner parties across the UK. Drug policy expert Neil Woods told the Daily Mirror, I have been shown ads for environmentally friendly sniff. Where, where are you showing ads? Where are they? Where are yeah. they advertising? Right, this? exactly. But it's 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 not it's nothing. It's not true, and it's just a very clever marketing ploy. He revealed that users are paying through their nose. Oh, for the gimmick yeah. at two hundred pounds per gram. Right. Um, what's it? What's the normal price, Dave? Uh, you, I have no idea. Orga I just wondered. Or organic? Or, <laughs> or I, I just wondered. Uh, some of the selling points of the dealers are touting that all participants in the supply chain are fairly compensated. Okay. And there's no mention if there's a contributing to their 401ks. Oh, you're right. Uh, all workers on the cocoa farms are over 16. Okay. Summer so jobs for college kids, no right? No slave labor. Right. Portions of all sales are reinvested in local economies. <laughs> This is really good. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, just from a marketing point of view, I, I tip my cap to these Absolutely. guys. Well, Breaking Bad was all about their branding of the yeah. blue of the blue uh, meth, right? Um, I'm thinking of a name, though. Oh, right? it doesn't have a name? Well, no, not really. It, I mean, they they don't really even have a slogan, but I came up with a couple of names. You want okay, to yeah. How about No GMO Blow? Oh, not bad. Right. Uh, woke Coke. There's your winner. Right. There's your winner. Or just dust. Woke like Coke. Woke Coke, Woke Coke right. is your winner. Yeah. All right. I have a story that this is will be our first story that's not uh, from England. Uh, this is going to take us to Iran, Dave. Yeah. From Mel Magazine. Uh, that's a magazine for Mel? men. M -E -L. Mel. Okay. M-E-L. Never heard of this magazine Dude, before, How many right? stories do they do on Sound and Music, <laughs> Rick? <laughs> this is a magazine that is funded by the Dollar Shave Club. So okay, you know. so, and those those ads are a little riskier, risque yeah. a little bit, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, All right, a okay. little bit. Uh, if you ever find yourself near the Zagros Mountains in Kermanshah, if I had a nickel, the largest Kurdish-speaking city in Iran, and if you stay really quiet, you may find yourself privy to a peculiar popping sound. Hmm. Bubble wrap? What is that? No, it's the me it's the sound of men bending the top. Of their erect shmangis, which is how you say that in Kurdish. Uh, okay. I think. I don't know. What's the name of our guest? 
Ashmengi? Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? Our get our our celebrity potpourri guest. Uh, uh Bill Bill Schnee. <laughs> okay. Bill Schnee. Uh, Schmengi, yeah, okay. <laughs> um well, anyway, it's it's a it's a Kurdish word. Uh they they tip the part of the Schmengi to one side while holding the lower shaft in place until they hear a click or a pop. And this little known practice is called Tagagdan, which is Kurdish for to click. This is for real. Okay. The practice, according to DNB stories, leads to a, a lap, rapid loss of the erection accompanied by a loud pop. But the question is why? Yeah, right. Why would you do that? Can't, what's wrong with your knuckles? Well, in one particular hospital in Kermanshaw, approximately 40% of the 172 patients who practice Tagagdan I said they did it because it was a habit, you know, just dudes being dudes, and a quarter of the men. Wait, 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 wait. dudes being dudes. <laughs> that's, that's what they said in Tagaga. <laughs> you know what? I know a lot of dudes. I mean, I guess I don't know yeah. if they're doing this. Not but... <laughs> really the way we roll. No. Uh, about a quarter of the men surveyed found it pleasurable, refreshing, or simply enjoyed the sound of it, which. Like you mentioned, cracking right. it's like cracking knuckles. But really, what you're doing is pretty bad. What you're doing oh, is really? tearing the tunica albuguina, something, yeah. a fibrous envelope running the length of the urethra, which leads to the sudden loss of the erection. And, and the blood that was in your erection fills a spot there, and it turns into like an eggplant color and causes major medical issues which is why they're in the hospital who would have thought cracking <laughs> cracking your penis was going to lead to it? well it turns out you can only crack your shmingy so many times before you find yourself in an emergency right. room and that's what that's what happened so i i provide this column to you or this article public service right public service it's from our health desk <laughs> don't do this at home and if you really want to hear a popping noise i'm going to give this to you okay. for free all, all right? right you put your finger in your mouth okay you close your mouth around the finger okay. You flick the finger out, okay. and it, you get this. <laughs> oh, my God. Holy. You could just do th that all day. That's not a sound effect, either. No. Dude. Voila. Dude, you may be the best finger plopper there. And no rip schmangy. Can you do the, um, what is the uh, the Maria song from, <laughs> can you do that with a? Now you're just <laughs> mocking me. That That's just hurtful. All right. It's time for another portion of the show. A random name pulled out of Rurik's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. So this week we've got a bunch of them. Uh, and uh, I've chosen uh, a DM on my Twitter page uh, from Atticus. Oh. Atticus uh, says this. I recently showed the movie Fast Times at Ridgemont High to my kids the oldest of which is 12. It didn't hold up in my yeah. mind. Have you seen it? it no, I yeah. not recently. But I can see how it may not. I watched it with one of my kids, too, and I was like, hey, yeah. I, I just it yeah. felt wrong. Uh, but anyway, here's the rest of his uh, tweet. It says, uh, I couldn't believe all the Academy Award nominees in that movie, which is a good point. Sean Penn, Forrest Whitaker, Eric Stoltz, Nicolas Cage. Mm -hmm. Jennifer Jason Lee. What was Nicolas Cage? Was he like a... He was Brad's buddy. Okay. Uh, Brad was... Uh, the brother. Uh, what was his name? Uh, uh, Judge Reinhold. Right. Um, so the question is, did you ever meet any of them? And if so, did you bring up Fast Times? Uh, well, I didn't meet any of those names he just listed. But I did meet two people that were in the movie. One was Phoebe Cates. Mm -hmm. 
<clears throat> and I think I've told that story right, previously. Right. Um, you can check it out in a previous episode of uh, this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the other one we interviewed together, and that was oh yeah, uh, Damone. Rob, yeah, Rob Romanus. Rob Romanus, right? And I did find that on uh, one of our old shows. <laughs> I'm just going to play a little clip of it. Okay. And here is a question that Dave asked him: What? Yeah, I'm sure people still recognize you. Obviously, by your voice, people would recognize you. What is the strangest place that you have ever been recognized? Is there like a particular <laughs> story or place? You know, one day uh, I was floating down the Kern River up here in uh, Southern California. And uh, I had like a week's growth of beard. I had a baseball cap pulled over my eyes. I'm floating in the middle of the river in an inner tube, just kind of cruising down the river. And somebody yells out, hey, Damone. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's what it's like to have been in the movie Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I love his voice. (laughs) I know. He still sounds exactly the same. So anyway, that's uh, that's this week's uh, celebrity potpourri. Potpourri. Uh, we have a a whole show that is not this show, that is out there. We are creating content. Like, we like, wake a, up a go go <laughs> content to go go, and the other show is called Minutia Men Celebrity Interview, and we just got off the phone with somebody that was, it was amazing. It, it was spectacular. It, was, <laughs> it really uh, was. Uh, this his man. name is Bill Schnee. Right. You may not know his name. Right. But he has been an engineer or a producer for every rock and roll star you've ever heard. Well, he's got uh, Rick. Between Rick, me, and him, we have 125 Grammys. <laughs> no, not Grammys. Or uh, gold records. Gold records. Yeah. That's not 125. Right. <laughs> right. But, but well, he's won Grammys too, hasn't he? He has. Yeah. He has. Uh, and he's had like 50 top. 20 hits or whatever Uh, but the story that we're going to play for you right now is when we asked him about when he worked on Ringo's album and John Lennon John Lennon and George Harrison were there and this is the story time now for the Celebrity Minutia Minute hey you got a minute Celebrity Minutia Minute with Rick and Dave by the way on Monday John will be coming in he has a song for Ringo too (laughs) on that Monday I did record three of the Beatles that was the first time and the only time after the breakup of the band that they ever played together the three of them these guys were all giving Ringo a leg up they knew their careers solo careers were going to do fine and Paul wrote a song for Ringo for the album as well but unfortunately Paul couldn't come in the country because he'd had a drug bust right. and, but we'll never know what might have happened no. if he hadn't had that drug bust and had come over because there, there well could have been a real reunion it might have changed a whole lot of things if you'd like to hear the entire interview Minutia Men Celebrity Interview which you can find uh, just about anywhere you enjoy your podcasts are found special thanks to executive producer Tony Lasana with opishows.com opi is hippo backwards o-p-p-i-h shows.com and we should also thank sam who helps out tony uh with uh technical issues right uh, sam is a invaluable resource to the network as well and we're beginning to throw some stuff at him right? <laughs> yeah, right yeah. apparently we're giving too much stuff <laughs> to tony <laughs> and uh, which is understandable yeah we really appreciate everything that they do and um uh we haven't told them yet but we're going to do a new segment called jigsaw puzzle <laughs> right and we're gonna we're gonna just play like I don't know twelve second clip. I was thinking like three second clips and have them put it all together. At well, the I end. think we just stop talking in English and have them translate the entire thing. You can or, do that. Well, and then you were doing our Klingon episode. Yes, we're just gonna. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, we're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great talk radio isn't dead. It's just moved to a better place. <laughs> Radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week for our final episode before we take a break. Yes, yeah. we're going we're gonna to go on a summer rerun. A little for, hiatus. Like two weeks, but we'll be back again next week with a brand new episode of... The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? What do you get when you hear a, a celebrity Minutia Men interview, Dave? You will get Mark Cuban and Anthony Scaramucci, Cousin Oliver from the Brady Bunch and the bully from the Christmas Story. Yes. The voice of Siri and She Shed Cheryl. My God, it list goes on. So you'll get Minutia, Celebrity Minutia Men interview, a Tony Lasano podcast. Go to opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits.